organization. Our show is as silly, crazy, outrageous, sometimes as stupid as you can get. I was hired to be a ringleader of a circus. It's a lot of fun. It's a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. There's never been a moment that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only lucky. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. The name Jerry Springer mean anything to you there, young boy? Oh, yeah. You I know Jerry. Watch him all the time. All right. Being a 90s kid, I don't know if you were uh, somebody that got into the Jerry Springer, the fights and the staged events that was the Jerry Springer show. By the way, you ever notice that nobody ever threw a punch at the face in Jerry Springer? Did you ever notice that? Yeah. Not, not at Jerry, but I mean on Jerry. Thinking about it. But they, they threw chairs. They threw chairs. They did a lot of wrestling. There was a lot of... It was the WWE of television, and Jerry Springer has left the earth at 79 years old. And they think, and for a couple of minutes here, it sounded like he was describing the Mark and Kim show, not necessarily the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> the destruction of Western civilization. But it's, it's credited as such because it came on the heels of a different show, one that I'm not sure either one of you have ever heard of before, but not to be confused with Robert Downey Jr., but the... The talk show host named Morton Downey Jr. Does that name ring a bell for you? I remember the name, but I never right. watched the it show. Was, it was one of the worst things you'd ever seen in your life. It came at the end of the 80s and the early 90s, and it was just this just this guy, this this loudmouth, foulmouthed jerk who would just uh, not host a radio show, settle down, would host a television program, a panel show just like that, where people come out and they get into fights, and I think that's the show, I think, is that the show that... Geraldo Rivera got his nose broken by a flying chair. and Maybe that was just Geraldo's show. Yeah, because they were all doing this contra- that's, This is the That was at the beginning, um, the Morton Downey Jr. show and, uh, and Jerry Springer, you know, these confrontational, ooh, we've got this woman who says this, we've got one man who says that. And let him go at and it. And let him go at it. And let's, oh, let's bring the other person involved in that love triangle in. I guess I thought Geraldo got his nose broken on his own show. I don't well, had you given that a lot of thought? I mean, is that something well, no, to keep in the memory no, banks from the early but 80s? But I mean, uh, when you said 80s? that, I thought, I guess okay, I... Well, Morton Downey Jr. had a lot of people, like he'll bring Nazis on and he'll bring, uh, he would bring black people on with people with, with people that hated black people, mm-hmm. racists and all sorts of stuff. And it was just, it was horrific stuff. Mm-hmm. And they kind of morphed into the more tame, believe it or not, Jerry Springer. And you could tell that they had coached these contestants or not contestants guests. excuse me it wasn't a game show oh, maybe it was um these guests into look you can confront you can you know go at it with each other but there's no punching in the face it was, it was almost like the rules that your mom and dad set down for you and your brother i don't mean you and your just brother just don't kill each other to any brother my brother and i fought like cats and dogs but we had a, a pact and probably, you know, we never punched each other in the face. No holes right. in the wall. No. No, we're talking in the about face. no. We're, no, I, nobody said anything about holes in the wall. No, blow the waves. No. Well, like, no, we just punched each other anywhere, but it was just never in the face. Okay. Now oh. I smacked a cigarette and a beer out of his out of his mouth at thirteen. <laughs> that was a different story altogether. Yeah. Oh, I just walked up on him. He didn't see me coming, and he had a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other. And so he lifted up beer. I smacked that out of his hand at thirteen. I wasn't thirteen. He was thirteen. I was seventeen. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Your brother had a beer in one hand, a cigarette in one hand, and yeah. you... S- I slapped it from his hand. I'm guessing you didn't approve. And you- no, I just wanted it. That's what. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What are, you, what are you so confused about? Oh Well, I just sounded odd that he had a beer in one hand, a you cigarette in the you, other hand. Yeah. You never heard of punk-ass kids before? 
I just oh, I know you grew up on. in Shangri Halls where nobody ever smoked or drank before the age of twenty one. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> in my neighborhood, you know, I grew up in that neighborhood you talk That's about. That's right. That neighborhood well, we things hear happened. so much about. Things happened. And so that was one of the things that happened. But yes, Jerry Springer died of pancreatic cancer. So that's a quick one. I don't know how long he had it, but um, it, it, it bore the, um, it, uh, the Steve Wilkos show and all the different spawn, uh, spawn of, you know who Steve Wilkos is? No, I don't he was, that. He was a bald-headed guy. Yeah, he was just a bodyguard on the Jerry Springer show. That somehow ended up with his own talk show, the same way in which huh. the Jerry Show, I guess that ran until 2018, but I think Wilco's had a show before that as well. But hmm. it's just they needed so much of that programming. Here's a guy that was always like the guy breaking up the, you know, the fights where nobody- So he got his own show. And he got his own show, and I think it's still on television because huh. what else is there to put on television? You know, that has a lot to do with it. But we say good morning and welcome at 5.59. A minute to go to 6 o'clock on this Friday morning, April 28th, as Kim calls it a day off. No, uh, I seven, don't. <laughs> did in front of our boss yesterday. No, I didn't. We're talking about took whether it I totally the wrong no, way. Everybody in the room did. So well, I'll, then well, everybody took it the wrong way. Well, we just take things the way you say them. <laughs> what like, I was saying is, on a Friday, if you're if you're up late on a Thursday, which or I was, if you have a hard Thursday, then you know you can make it through Friday because you've got Friday, so you can you can work which means, it through a thir- eh, Friday. Friday doesn't matter. No, it's, that's not <laughs> well, what I meant. Two I meant of you us can fight it through a Friday. Two of us will be giving our all today. I'll be giving my all. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's the Mark and Kim show, 74 for the high today. So a little warm, but spotty storms throughout the day and clouds increase and maybe some rain chances on Sunday. But Saturday looks like a pretty nice day at this point. Be in hell then alone. 606 on this Friday on Starwater 2.1. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Mark and Kim show. Uh, we got your morning did you see's coming up next. Uh, I love every once in a while Kim will do this. She'll see a story and then she'll say, oh, this one reminded me of you. And then we'll sit here and fight about it because it's usually about somebody who with like psychopathic tendencies or something. What was like, usually. Anybody remember the last one we fought about? And I said, why, why would you even think of me in that situation? Blah, blah, blah. We have one made me think of Tyler. <laughs> yes, Tyler and his time as a coach of a baseball team. <laughs> Here we go. Which he's still living. Still living that dream, if you will. It's a nightmare for umpires, though. And we'll talk about that next on the Mark and Kim show on Star with a two point one. It's Chemical from Post Malone on Starwater 2.1. He's not sick, he says in an Instagram post. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm healthier than I've ever been. He just kicked the soda. That's one of the things he's done to try to help himself. Oh, we thought maybe he stopped drinking. He said he he stayed back on the drinking. He said he cut back on drinking, but he did point out that he had stopped drinking sodas. Uh, I don't know if that meant sugary sodas. Hmm. I assume. Um, And sometimes they say that even uh, diet sodas, which I think is just all part of the, you know, propaganda, that even diet sodas can make you fat. Well, it's a lot of sugar. No, no diet no, sodas. No, diet sodas can make. No, listen to me. There's no sugar in diet sodas. But they still make you crave no sugary sh- things, on. supposedly. There's, yeah, there's no sugar in diet. I sodas. thought those were just zero sugar. Coats. Well, that's no. What the hell do you think zero sugar means? Sugar, not diet. I thought zero sugar. They had they have diet coke zero sugar, don't they? They have yes. coke. No, they don't. They have coke zero sugar. They have diet coke. Oh, there's no sugar in diet coke. There's no sugar in coke zero sugar. Okay. There's sugar and coke. <laughs> really? I, apparently, I learned something today. Yeah. What did you learn? I guess that there's no sugar in diet soda. What? What yeah. did you think was in it? I don't know. I just thought that there was less of the bad stuff. I don't know. Zero calories in, in diet sodas. Oh, all right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never been a diet soda drinker. So. Yeah, well, they say it can make you crave. Yeah, still but, sweet uh, things. And- all right, so Mark and Kim show here, and that's uh, that's him. Um, <laughs> new man, Tyler Gann. That is I'm still a little... Uh, I, 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 what do you think the word zero and sugar mean? Zero Together. sugar means zero sugar. Right. Diet soda, I just thought was its own whatever. Uh, it's always had no sugar. So just uh. less sugar, you thought? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Um, speaking of you... And your inability to contain yourself at, at baseball games. And you get spoken to. Even got yelled at, he said the other night, by an umpire at his seven-year-old's baseball game for something you didn't even do, right? Yeah, it was the other coach's fault. Yeah, But they blamed you for it. They did. Interesting. If something yeah. bad happens, See? they assume they go it's straight him. to me. Yeah. He, he yeah. comes in with a reputation. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, here's that guy. You know, you're probably that guy at the ballpark. And well, guess, guess what? Did you see that a town in New Jersey is struggling to keep its youth baseball umpires because parents keep screaming at them? So they have a new rule. You berate an umpire, you suit up. I like that idea. No, you don't like that idea because you know everybody on the sideline of every, any sporting activity thinks they can ref oh, or know. umpire the game. And it's I a know. difficult job. You proved something the other day when you didn't know that when, you, when a baseball player hits the ball into the field of play and the player, like, advances from first to second like the guy on first goes to second that's not stealing that's actually just base running yeah i just messed up with my words oh, did, oh is that what that was yeah you didn't believe that to be the case no okay that's fine well you mess up on the field with that and right. a parent's gonna be oh i know at you. i know with your history of talking about diet sodas i didn't know what you, <laughs> you never know what you might think or believe i don't know but the fact of the matter is everybody thinks that they can uh they can suit up and do the job well no they can't because you have to know rules and how the game is moved and played I've, I, I was an umpire for a while so i know it's it's you gotta you gotta learn you well gotta. the reason i like this idea though is because people would get out there and realize i should keep my mouth shut what it's like to be in their shoes yeah yeah if you're caught berating an umpire during a game, you'll be banned from the complex unless you agree to suit up as an umpire yourself and call three games. Oh, wow. Not yeah. even just that game. The idea is if you're such a know-it-all, grab some gear, step behind the plate and prove how great you are. The problem is you, you'll, you'll end up screwing the game up because you don't know the rules. You yep. don't know, like, you know, what is an, inf- an infield fly? What does that mean? It's a fly ball. That's but what's in- the rule around the infield fly rule? Automatic the- out, depending on the league that you're umping. Uh, mm-hmm. Depending on the league, well, it depends on. upon on base runners and yeah. stuff like that. Like you too. can't advance; you have to stay on your base if you get the pop out. No, <laughs> you can't advance if you're caught berating an umpire. You have to umpire a game. Naturally, most of these loudmouths actually don't know baseball all that well, so they're uh, they they will still need to be okay. They'll need to be a certified umpire of the game to make sure that the correct calls are made. Which means mm-hmm. you can't come back until you've passed an umpire course. Yeah, and then you can come back. Oh and wow, then you have to umpire good. games. Yeah. So you're gonna have to do the work. You're gonna have to get out there. Right. Three games. I I think that's good. Yo, oh big mouth. Yeah. Here's your paper. Don't yeah. take the class. <laughs> or don't come back. Year yeah. one, 614. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. Let me pull a Kim here and say I've got a couple of stories that remind me of Kim. All righty. Yes. One of hardly us. wait. <laughs> no, don't be that way. <laughs> I'm a loving man. To a lot of people, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right. Here's 2C on Star 102.1. Might be your favorite song in a little while. It's 2C on Star Wars 2.1 because it's called Favorite Song. It's like they're just betting on it. They're just, you know, I'll bet you it'll be a favorite song. It's on Star Wars 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. A couple of stories made me think of Kim. 
I can hardly uh, wait yeah. to see. Don't gird your loins. I'm interested. Don't, in, you know. well, okay. And well, anytime you bring up something about me, it's about narcissism or psychopathy or so you know sociopathy. So let's you know let's let's not exactly say that Kim ain't getting as good as she gives. A third of us wouldn't wear a shirt with a photo of ourselves on it. Wouldn't the inverse mean that sixty six percent of us would wear a T shirt with our name or with our face on it? Yeah. Yeah. We printed out a T-shirt one time for her with her own face on it. <laughs> Never once wore it. But she pro- proudly posted it on the wall, the Mark and Kim show wall of shame over here. Where I believe you're the one who hung it up. Well, you didn't take it down, did you? No. It was a picture. I gave her a gift one time. Hmm. I took her photo, publicity photo of her, and I, I painted a face on it. Clown, <laughs> clown makeup. Clown makeup on her own face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On her own face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so recognizably her. You may have seen this before. It's it's lurking about. Yeah. It's in the cubicle. It's also back there. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah it's oh, framed the in back there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the actual one I get. Yeah. yeah. Now, don't tell me you can't tell that's Kim, right? Oh, yeah. That's a picture that. of her dressed. Yeah. It, I, I fashioned her face into a clown. I had that in a gift bag. She pulled it up out of the gift bag and <laughs> ah! screamed at the mm-hmm. top of her lungs. I'm like, that's Kim. Kim, that's you. That's also on a T-shirt, by the way. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't wear a T-shirt with your own image on it. Not as a clown, no. No, no, no. Let's, get, let's forget about the clown because <laughs> I'm just saying there's a T-shirt made up with your image on it already. Mm-hmm. Would you wear a T-shirt with your with your picture on it? Probably if it was with somebody else, you know, like a group you? or something else. It's just you. Probably not. Yeah. So that made me think of you. I, I could I could see you somehow doing that. Yeah, depending on I what did. it was. Yeah. And then science, because you know science. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal how taking a selfie, of course, I wonder why I thought of you in this situation. I'll take selfies, yeah. Creates happier memories than just regular photographs. But here's, okay. here's, the, here's the problem with that. These selfies, of course, indicate where you are and what you're experiencing. And then it brings in the memories of you being in that situation, as opposed to what we know as Kim's selfies, where she just takes a picture of her fa- face and doesn't at all include the background <laughs> yeah. of where she is. So where in the world... Because a selfie is a self-e. Yes, but your selfie needs to be Not in always. context. Not we always. We scream at this man all the time about context. Mm-hmm. Put things in context. Yeah. Selfies you... don't always have to be you that, know, of where you are. I selfies would say, are a selfie. I, say, I would say that if you took a poll of people who say, who like a selfie, what does a selfie need to include? You know, do you think that people, when you share those, just want to see your face? Or do they think they possibly want to see her face? Yes. But where it is and what you're doing, right? I think if you look through selfies of people, you mostly see the people. And I can tell you, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I know you do, but that that doesn't matter. I have a difference of When you take a selfie, when you take one, you always have something. It has context. No, I try to put the backdrop, but I think, personally, I think a selfie, as long as you're in it, but it looks better with the background. But a selfie to create a memory... I mean, most pictures are if taken... If you're creating a memory, but if you're wanting just a selfie, it's of you. But then, I mean, do you keep those to yourself or do you share them online? Share them online. Right, but that, what, do you think just people need to see a constant barrage of your face? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Said the woman who would put herself on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but I also said I wouldn't necessarily wear that. If I'm going to wear a picture of myself on a t-shirt, it's probably going to be with someone else or a group right. or something like that. 
But the selfie yeah. Just, is you know, a even the self. Selfie. Okay, give an example. Most phones now have when you take a selfie, it then it it it'll, it'll determine that that's your face, and it'll give you the selfie option, and it'll widen out the camera, it'll widen out the view. And my, if you want to do that, you can do yeah, that. Right. Yeah, but if you don't, you can just take the selfie. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm just saying that most people, you know, I know you're not most people, but you I don't lo- think you most their, people but you, but, do. Oh, absolutely. Most people would want their, co- there's some context to their selfie. I not pro- always. I don't think so. Oh, boy. No, right. I really don't think so. From the woman who says, well, everybody else does that. Of course, doesn't want to be on that board. When, in fact, selfies include some context, but it's fine. Not just always. Just a couple of stories that made me think about you. That's okay. You got time to jump into the comments on a Facebook post about what you used to eat as a kid that you don't even touch now. And some of my all-time favorite foods that I still eat as an adult are on this list. And we'll get to that coming up here. <laughs> Throwing at 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station, where we will be playing her versus him, Mark versus Kim, in just a little while. Hmm. Game of the day will be the list. Hmm. And I have a listener list. We'll chat about that. I love you more. Start one at 2.1. Taylor Swift at 6.49, 11 to go till 7 o'clock on this Mark and Kim show. Cloudy, breezy, seasonal. With some spotty storms around, 30% chance of that today. 74 fun, 11 degrees. Warmer tomorrow, 76. By Sunday, back under the 70s again. And then almost down to the 60s for Monday. Uh, We'll stay in the 60s most of the week. And the rain chances don't exist on Saturday, but do exist again on Sunday. Uh, We're about 20 minutes away from her versus him, Mark versus Kim. Uh, We have been attempting a new game and we attempted it on Tuesday and Thursday. We're going to give it a bit of a rest to think through some options about that game. That's called, we've been calling that game Say My Name, which is effectively, you don't know the other contestant's name, guess it. And we're learning that people really don't have any questions to ask when we say you can ask a question, and then you can try to guess their name. They do well for like two questions each, and then it's like... Uh, it unravels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we unravel. Or I should say, I should, I'll should i speak for myself, I unravel, because if something's not going well and we're on the radio, it's funny to listen to because it's unraveling, but at the Which same time... fun. Well, yeah, well, right, but I'm still anxious that we're going to... This is botched, and then... So we've some people have made some, some, some suggestions on if we were to continue that game uh, called Say My Name. Uh, there are some things we can do to help it along, and we'll think about that. But getting a listener assist... I guess, you know, when Kim's frustrated by anything, she just says, well, fine, I won't do it. Y'all just send me a list. <laughs> fine, I won't talk. That's right. Fine, I won't say anything. That's right. Well, this is uh, constant contributor Mike G. Lover to the Mark and Kim show. Mm-hmm. Uh, has left an audio message. It's reverse. He references one thing we had a debate about, uh, is your thumb a finger? Yeah. So he, re- he references that, but then he's taking a bit of a shot. Mm-hmm. A, big, a bit of a shot at you, Kim. I've always liked Mike. <laughs> Concerning your inability to create a list that is just a medium strength, not too easy, not too hard, maybe five or six on the score is a great game to listen to. You don't get bogged down on one, two clues. That People seem to forget that I've done that sometimes. But uh, well, you, know. You, know, you know, the funny thing is that everybody complains, yet she'll... I know. But you just can't seem to understand, oh, okay, I guess maybe they're right and I'm wrong. No, I understand So that. here's Mike G. Lover, who's uh, mentioning the, th- the fingers and then, of course, the other thing. Yeah, Mark, she's giving you hell today. Mm-hmm. Kim, I think you're wrong about five fingers. There's not four fingers and a thumb. There's five fingers. And every week, you grab a pen with those five fingers and you pin out a bogus-ass list for Mark versus Kim. <laughs> a little fairness next week, please. Thanks, Mike. 
<laughs> and everybody in the comments in the text were saying the same thing. Giving me hell. Well, but then you go, send me some lists. Accept it for what it is. So people have sent me lists. I have four oh, so listener how, lists. Oh, so the next four times. So all. That's right. So today and all next week, yep. we play the list. Not my list. Wow. You know what this means. She'll say these words. Can't. It is the Mark and Kim Show. Start with 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station, 707 on this Friday morning, the 28th day of April, 2023. It's the grocery store two days ago. I guess my cart was too close to a woman's cart as she was loading in things into my cart accidentally. And one of those things was cream of wheat. When was the last time you ate cream of wheat? As a child, and I decided, I said, I will live the rest of my life and not eat cream of wheat ever again. Now, did you love it as a child? Well, we'll talk about it coming up. I had to tell the excuse me, that's not your basket. <laughs> yeah. and then I'm, I'm not paying for your cream of wheat, nor my cream of wheat. We'll talk about the food you ate. Oh, S-ton out of a kid, but just won't touch now. Coming up next. No, it's a yeah, yeah. 7-Eleven on Starwater 2.1 and Eyes Close. Med Sheeran, who performed in court yesterday with a guitar and is singing in this case against the, uh, or the songwriter's case against him for stealing Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. They're saying it's turning into a car, uh, like a comedy show because they're showing videos of people performing songs using only the four chords known <laughs> to pop music. It's just hysterical to watch. So 7-Eleven on the Mark and Kim show. Yeah, woman put something in my cart the other day the grocery store our carts were close to each other and it was cream of wheat and i thought oh my god of all things of all things it was flashback i flashed back i'm like oh my god as a child that's all i would ever get for breakfast i guess my mother's thought was well it's warm it's hot it's wheat you know it's filling it's filling sticks to your ribs you know whatever that meant at the time and and just I, i can remember as an adult you know you make decisions on what you do as an adult that's the beauty of being an adult and i said never Never cream of wheat. As a matter of fact, she would sometimes she would sneak in grits if we were out of oh, cream of wheat. It's like eating sand. And then she'd say, "Well, I love grits," but she'd be nah. like, "She'd be like, oh, no, that's cream of wheat." Mm. Me and my brother be like, "No, nah. <laughs> bring on the jelly and the butter. We'll mix something into it." So it's disappointing to me as an adult man that many of the list, many of these comments about what we ate a, a crap ton as a kid, we won't now touch, is in like my daily diet. <laughs> There's so many baloney references in here. Well, you eat kid foods quite a bit. You've said that all along. I know. I'm me and Jose Oleo, best yeah. friends. You know, me and his taquitos and mini tacos and burritos and stuff like Chef that. Chef Boyardee is a good friend of yours Chef too. Chef Boyardee is my uncle. <laughs> so, I don't know what you're talking about? You don't hide that fact. Uh, I mean, no, you know, I don't. You're, you're uh, I've often said it. though, like like several spaghettios shows up on the in these comments quite a bit. And you're like and what? And I and I still to this day think spaghettios needs to get out of the can and into the jar. Now, it must be more expensive to have it in a jar because you can always taste tin. Yeah. You can always taste yeah. the can. I was about to say that. With spaghetti I don't think kids care. Does that stop me? No. <laughs> of course not. Monica, Laffy Taffy. Oh, I love the Laffy Taffy. We sat and ate an entire thing. I threw up for days. That was 21 years ago now. I can't even smell the stuff. Cameron, it's texture that bothers me now, which, of course, texture issues, you know. Texture issues. Mm. I think like, maybe we like, had them as kids. No, we just didn't, we didn't know that's what it was. No, we had no, no. They came along with peanut allergies. <laughs> um, and, then, and then sent us a picture for um, potted meat. Oh. Potted meat. A lot of granddaddies, no. a lot of granddaddies put potted meat in people's yeah. mouths. Mm. Vienna sausages shows up all over this list too. I couldn't eat those no. either. Yeah, a lot of papas, nope. poppies, you know, pea paws. Do you feed your favorite, your best friend, your three year old best friend? 
Well, no, he is your no. favorite three-year-old, but mm-hmm. do no. you feed him potted meat? No, no. Vienna sausages? No, because you can't get potted meat at uh, Sam and Andy's West, and you can't get <laughs> potted meat at Chick-fil-A, our two yeah. haunts. Uh, Vienna sausages, corn dogs, and white bread, says Jenny. Can't eat white bread. Tara, sloppy Joe, slop, sloppy Joe, yeah. Can't, you, can't eat a sloppy Joe. I love a manwich. Nah. I do too. I'll get a manwich. Oh, yeah. I'll make some manwich. I'll throw up just thinking about it. <laughs> Is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Sanchez writes white girl tacos for her daughter. Eat too mm. many white girl tacos. What's a white girl taco? I think that's just like the ground beef, just the, the basics and an American cheese, flour tortilla, not the corn. Oh, no okay. Spice, it's like an American no. taco. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Um, oh, here's Rachel. I love cream of wheat and fun dip, which is the one you put on the list. Yeah, I used to eat those like crazy. It's a wonder I have uh, any teeth in my head. Or that you're not a diabetic. Yeah. And what is yours that you used to eat a hell of, hell of a lot of and now won't touch? Spaghetti. Can't stand it. I don't care where it's from. Like regular spaghetti? Any spaghetti. You You eat spaghetti? Hold on. on. No, I I mean, I like it, but it's just... You worked at Carabas. (laughs) Yeah, I never... Chicken Alfredo this way. Oh, Oh my God, God, dude. (laughs) You worked at Carabas. I love spaghetti. Jessica, bologna, salmon patties, and spaghettios. Bologna, first of all, if you get all beef bologna, it's just spice. It's just, it's just. And what is it? A number five cut? Is that what I you get do? I get the six or? cut, baby. Oh, the six Ooh. cut. Six cut. Six slices at number six, baby. They fry up beautifully. They see him walk in the door you and know, they start yeah. cutting. It. No, I'm not that much of a regular. <laughs> oh, wow. um, um, this showed up all over the place too. What the hell are salmon patties? Oh, salmon patties. My are they mom fried? And dad, you, but yeah. Okay. They or at showed least up. That's how we had them. All over this, people were like, "Oh, salmon patties." I won't touch a salmon patty. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up. Now I grew up with some fish sticks. Yeah. Which I just, every once in a while, I'll get on a fish stick binge. Do you really? Oh, hell yes. I could not tell you the last <laughs> time I had a I'll fish stick. I'll get as stick. many boxes of fish sticks as mm-hmm. it takes to go through the tartar sauce in the jar. Really? Not lying to you. Hmm. Um, we got more on this list. We'll get to those coming up on the Mark and Kim show. We're going to have her versus him and just... Everybody, we're not playing Say My Name today for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. The Babe Tribe, a full-service salon. It's lots of experiences over there to enjoy. Get on the phone, a man and a woman to play. And guess what? While waiting to play, you don't have to hang up the phone for the fact that we're we're just playing the list, not the game we played yesterday, which has caused multiple people to hang up before we play the game. Oh, wait, wait. We're playing what? Oh, yeah. I'll I'll hold on. Boop. Ghost. Versus him, Mark versus Kim is coming up next on Star Water 2.1. We got Anthony versus Christina playing the list for a Babe Tribe gift card for 50 bucks. Star Water 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim. Today, the bone of contention known as the list. As we welcome our two contestants, one named Christina, one named Anthony. Anthony and Christina are playing the list for... A $50 gift card to the Babe Tribe, a full-service beauty salon. Services include haircuts, hair color, eyelash extensions, makeup services, beauty treatments, and they even offer a mobile glam squad. You can check out Knox Babe Tribe on social and online at knoxbabetribe.com. You want to thank anybody for your list this morning and now that you've uh, just given up Chris on, crea- Ogle. on creating lists... So a man has created your list? Chris Ogle. You've let, a man yes. has created the list that you'll be using yep. in her versus him. Yep. Interesting. 
Or I should say maybe who will you blame, not who you're going to give credit to. No, All I'm right. just I'm going to give credit to Chris Ogle. All right. Good morning, Christina. <laughs> Good morning. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Who goes first today, Kim? The girls? The girls go first. All right. uh, Anthony, listen closely as they're playing the game. Don't say anything until they're done, but we'll give you a chance to steal points if they skip anything or run out of time at the end. And then when me and Anthony are playing, Christina, do the same thing. Listen for your chance to steal points at the end. We'll see how this goes. All right, Christina, on your mark. Get set and go. Um, this is like shrimp and fish and seafood. Yes. This is um there it's a slickery like animal and it's out in the water, but it also comes up on land and it goes you, 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 you know, and it slaps its little hand and they oh, they throw fish uh, out to them sometimes and they're in shows. Seal? Yes, very good. Oh. This is somebody who um hems hems clothing for you or maybe changes the sleeve on something Thanks for you. Chris? Yes. This is um li- uh, li- the it's in Washington, and it's a city that you can um, visit. And it's Seattle. Uh, yes, very good. This is Ryan, and he's on the radio. And he used to Secret. be. Yes, very good. This is um, um, uh, spring, summer, fall, uh, winter season. Yes, this is um, a kind not pepper, but it comes from the ocean, and it's um, you sea sp- salt. Yes, this is not J.C. Penney's, but it's the other big box store that's now closed pretty much everywhere and it smells Sears. like tires yes um this is uh, ladies and gentlemen please take your this because the show is about to begin seat yes or multiple of them multiple of them seat yes um this is a big fish that comes from the ocean and it's just a general name it's like a big mouth this but it's a it comes from the ocean so it is a uh, a big mouth mm. he can steal a point Hold on, the round is mm, over. Stop. Anthony, you have a chance to steal that last point there. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Uh, sh- don't say it. Shark. What'd you say? Shark. No. No. It was sea bass. How many did she get? Yeah. Nine. <sighs> Woohoo! Good job. Read Good the job. list as you Thank have. Thank you. Good job. Chris Ogle was great to us. No, that's not his list. No, that's Mark's I, list for me. I don't need oh. anybody to make up my list. <laughs> Seafood, seals. <laughs> Seafood, seal, seamstress, sea bass, which we did not get. Uh, Seattle, Seacrest, Seasons, Sea Salt, Sears, and Seats. So we got nine. All right, here we go. Who's the blame going to be on again? It's not blame. I want to thank Chris Ogle. All right, are you ready, Anthony? I'm ready. On your mark, get set, go. Okay, this is... Uh, this is uh, ovum. This is it's, it's in shells, and you scramble it, and you make it for breakfast. Eggs. Yes. This is the meat that the long strip meat that goes with it. Sausage. The other. Bacon. The, yes. Now, what's the one you just mentioned? Sausage. Yes. When you take potatoes and you chop them up and you put them on a griddle top, what are you making? Uh, yes. You squeeze oranges to get this. Juice. Yes. Java. Got caffeine in it. It's a dark liquid. It's hot. We drink Coffee. it. Coffee. Yes. Um, honeydew blank. Cantaloupe. Melon. Yes. Breakfast in a bowl with milk on it is a... Cereal? Yes. This is a... Uh, Hardee's loves to serve this. It's it's open-faced, and they pour uh, the liquid with sausage bits in it on top, and you... And you... Uh, biscuit and gravy? Gravy? Yeah. Turn it around. Say it the other way around. Gravy biscuit. Yes. This is um, 
this is just typical hot breakfast. You put fruit in it sometimes, and it's it's mush sometimes. Oh, no. Yeah. You got tin. Oh, my God. Tin to nine. <laughs> I know. Good job, Anthony. It was a very good job. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. The guys win. Chris Uncle was not good at No, he was. He did a good list, though. <laughs> Apparently, my list are harder than seafood, seal, seamstress, sea bass, Seattle, Seacrest, seasons, sea salt, sears, and seeds. But we did a good job with it. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Continue. Let, let her let her have the uh, the gift certificate. You don't have a wife. I just wanted to play. You don't want to. You don't have a. Anthony. You don't have a mom. You want to hook up with a nice visit over to the Babe Tribe. I, Anybody in your life? She did well. She she deserves it. Oh, Anthony. Oh, thank you so much, okay, Anthony. hold on. In the game You're of welcome. in the game of life, if you lose, you don't deserve a damn thing. But okay. I know. <laughs> That's so sweet. Why not be quiet? That is sweet. All right. Goodbye, Anthony. All right. Have a good day. I don't know. It's either too, thank you. Either too hard or too easy. All right. Seven thirty-eight. Wow. There's two songs playing at the same time. What was happening? This is interesting. This is crazy, all right, Kane Brown? It's, hey, good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Jim Show. Shall I start singing and add a third one? Oh, oh God. <laughs> you think this is a nightmare enough? How's this happening? Well, I'll stop it. <laughs> okay. Now I'll there's sh- nothing playing. Well, <laughs> it's no. better than two. Well, huh, I'll stop that. Now one song's playing. Guess what? It's not on. It's not on our playlist. I mean, let's, let's listen to this for a second, huh? Sorry, people. Sorry about that. Late night double song playing on Star Water 2.1. Have no idea how two songs just started at the same time, but we did do an update on this computer recently, so I have a little glitch. Well, good morning and welcome. Uh, we do twofers here on the Mark and Kim show. <laughs> Not back-to-back songs like from similar artists or the same artist. No, no, no. Two at the same time. Two at the same time, baby. Get, <laughs> one speaker has one song, one speaker has another. Just flip back and forth between the two. I apologize for that. I have no idea what happened. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. We can actually wrap up real quick here. I think we have some time, like really quickly. These are things you would not eat as a child, that you ate the heck out of as a child, but you wouldn't touch anymore. Chef Boyardee shows up all over this list, which is like a staple for me. Not so much anymore. But I, yeah. I, I, I can't, I just, oh, every time I walk by the aisle that's got the Chef Boyardee and they're all front faced and they're all staring at me. It's like an art picture, like in a gallery. It's like an art gallery, gallery for gallery. you. <laughs> like an art, and sometimes those eyes follow you. Yeah. I think Chef Boyardee's eyes. I Do think you like walk forward and then walk back well, it's, just it's, like to a, see? it's a bit of a family reunion. Like I told you, he's my uncle. So <laughs> Michelle Cole won't eat craft singles. Ate the heck out of him as a kid. Uh, Susan, my 
Grandparents would give me raisins and fig newtons for snacks. I still can't eat them today at age 58. Why? Did, did they beat you with them or something? Did they, like, knock you in the head with fig newtons and raisins? Well, she said gave them to them as snacks. Yeah, as a kid, you don't the, want well, those. How, well, how, would they ru- how does that ruin the fig newton or the raisin for the rest of your life if you just have... It's because just, if you hated them as a kid. Ah, who, yeah. hates, who hates fig newtons? I don't. I love them. Here's Jennifer, bologna sandwiches. My dad nicknamed me Baloney Britches because I eat them so much bologna as a kid. Baloney Britches. <laughs> well, then meet your brother Baloney Drawers over here because I got them. <clears throat> which is nothing about anything else, by the way. Uh, Cody, my daughter has the same thing. I guess she must have eaten a lot of chicken with a bone in as a kid. Now she can't do it. My daughter won't eat chicken without I'm like, what's up with that? It's, it, it, just because you strip it from the bone doesn't mean it didn't come from the bone. Yeah, but, but some people can't eat anything that looks like it's still a, an animal. Yeah, I still don't understand it. Deviled ham, pizza rolls, ate a ton as a kid. Oh, of course, I love deviled ham. I love pizza rolls. <laughs> Salisbury steak. I was just two days ago looking oh, for yeah. a good Salisbury steak oh, recipe yuck. in the brown gravy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would. I tell you, my life is a trek to 700 pounds. I don't know how I'm stuck at 220 right now. Uh, oh, hear about this. Funny. funny. Joe, Sal, Sal, I'm going to say Salmon because I'm guessing it's probably her middle name or maiden name is S-A-L-M-O-N. Okay. Joe Salmon Harris. I will never eat bologna sandwiches, spam, or salmon croquettes ever again. Mm. I wonder if it's because it's her middle name. <laughs> it's like, I mean, she, she won't eat S-A-L-M-O-N croquettes, and her middle name or maiden name is S-A-L-M-O-N. Makes no sense. Start with a 2.1 Mark and Kim show. There she is, Clara Pierce on Star 102.1. There's an internet mystery for you. Is she releasing old music that never hit? Of course, I'm asking. I'm talking about Miley mm-hmm. under the name of, of Clara Pierce. Uh, if you do a little internet sleuthing, sleuthing or sleuthing or sleuthing yourself, you'll you'll find out that it's uh, actually maybe like uh, didn't be. <coughs> Beyonce do what? Sasha Fierce mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, Chris Gaines wasn't that Garth Brooks attempt at pop music under the guise of fail. Chris Gaines? <laughs> <laughs> so Miley Cyrus is Clara Pierce, and all the music that was Clara Pierce has been ripped down from the internet. You can't get anything ripped happens. down from the internet, but somehow this is all gone this morning. You yeah, can't hear right. Gum thing. It's the Mark and Kim Show at eight oh nine now. And I want to know if something you do every single time and then regret it. Want to talk about that here in a second. What now? Something that you do every single time and say you're not going to do it again because you regret it. All right. And yet you do it again. All right. We'll be back. Here's David Guetta's latest, Baby Don't Hurt Me. David Guetta reworking a Hathaway song from 1991. It's the Mark and Kim Show on Star Water 2.1, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock on Knoxville's number one hit music station. Cloudy, breezy, seasonal, some rainstorms today, 74 today, 76 tomorrow. Uh, back under 74 the next few days, starting Sunday up to Wednesday. This is something you'll be able to contribute to if you want to on our text, because you could quickly text us at 865-656-7827. And it's something you do and say you'll never do again because you always regret it. And yet you do it every single time. One of my girlfriends called me the other day and she was just exhausted. And she said, I did it again. And I said, what did you do? And she goes, I went on one of my kids' field trips. <laughs> and I just oh, kind of laughed at her. Oh, she you did has, that recently too. I did. Even though your son has asked mom. 
You know, please, Mom. But on this one, he wanted me to go. Oh, okay. Because he actually asked me. wanted me to go. Well, because he actually asked (laughs) me. Mom, please stop showing up to everything. You don't have to do everything, Mom. But on this one, he actually. Oh, this one, though. Because he actually asked me if I would help put it together, and Uh, I actually put the whole thing together. Well. So he asked me. Because nobody else could put together a field trip, I guess. Well, because his teacher is fairly new to town and said, (laughs) you know the people on this because it was a broadcasting and uh, digital media field trip. So you know yes, about that stuff. And mm. you would have put it together as well if you had been asked. Not if I've been told by so, my daughters to stay out of things. But <laughs> my son actually came to me and asked me, can you do this? Right. So I did. And he said, can you go? And I said, yes, I'll go. So anyway, I, but she called me and she said it was her youngest kid. And she goes, I'd forgotten how exhausting they are. She has several kids and said, I'm not doing this anymore. They're going on their own. And she was worn out. She goes, I'd forgotten how tired you get. I'd forgotten how aggravating it is to be with other people's kids. I'd forgotten just all this stuff. I'm not doing it again. And I laughed at her and I thought about it. I don't want the liability. The liability? I don't want the liability. Like being there if something bad was to happen. Now, I'd love to help out and, you know, save the day. But at the same time, you know. Something always happens. Yeah, but then some uh, kid always know. gets hurt. Yeah, too worried about liability anymore. <laughs> we're old enough to know better. Uh, Abrea, if I'm getting this name correct, says, "I think that's the one that uh, every t- um, yeah regrets every time I eat a whole tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. A whole tub, <laughs> eleven hundred calories. Ooh, what was that one? That until you eat what it? was that one that Halo that said it was like two hundred calories or something like that, like really low calories? Only to find out they were lying. What they mm-hmm. lying? Halo top or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Halo top. What do you do? That We've you got somebody here that going says on field trips with the kid. Um, no, mine is um, when you when you're driving, you got to go out later, and you say, "I'll just get gas when I go out again," and then you, I end up running late. Yeah, and I but I really need gas, and I'm like on fumes, and then I have to stop, <laughs> and then forever, I again. forever, forever forever oh i won't ever let it go go below a half of a tank my dad always told me don't but let you, it go past you half said a tank. that that you would do that and now you let it get down to where it's nothing i've done really well about that until recently i don't know yeah, i've well, gotten lazy on that for some reason other things you're going to <laughs> but i thought i'm not lying but i thought about tyler because you're oh boy. because oh boy. you're lactose intolerant yeah and yet a lot of things we've been doing lately have lactose or you know the, the milk product dairy products mm-hmm. in it and you sit here and do every one of them with us yeah i'll eat cheese every day i'm lactose intolerant like really bad but i love cheese <laughs> well love then why it. do you do it it's like when tyrone on phones was here he he did he was allergic to chocolate couldn't handle ch- well, something about chocolate and then i got him a birthday cake that was chocolate oh gosh well, you know, you, you are trying to kill people. I'm not trying to. Why, why does this uh, texter say eating at crystals? Every time they eat at crystals, they say they'll reg- they regret it. And they'll never, excuse me. Oh, they're called. Have you had a crystal? Funny, they're called gaggers. And I just kind of, <laughs> I didn't gag. I just burped. But, um, you know, what's wrong with the crystal? Crystals don't. They're great going down. They're delicious. But then later, no, that's that's such a that's such a fallacy. I that love them. It does not make it does not give you indigestion more than any other food you would eat at, at any part of your day. Some people it doesn't uh, it doesn't. Oh, sit it's worse than Taco Bell to me. Um, it's Abrea, uh, the texture who said they ate the whole tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and that Halo is bleep. <laughs> not the bleep, <laughs> but just bleep. Somebody on here says never again use a listener's list for the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with this. This is this is just directing you not to use any listener list for the game. Well, they just now sent it. Oh. <laughs> they just now but they didn't do it. That's something it. That you no, would said never that. do again. All right, we'll be back. Eight. <laughs> Start with a 2.1.
It's Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. Miley Cyrus or Car- Clara Pierce, whoever she is. And that song from Miley Cyrus called Jaded. It's a, it's um, when auto mode needs to be on manual. We learned those things. Did you, uh, oh Lord, did you see this in the email? The owner of the company and the big boss are showing up in just about 15 minutes. All right. Yeah. yeah. Look at me. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> haven't shaved in two weeks. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Let me, um. Oh no! What are you? I guess he's gonna go shave and take care yeah. of some things. I guess he needs to. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Hello. The shower. <laughs> so funny, Kim. Every time I leave the room, you have no idea why I'm leaving the room. Because I keep hoping it's not the shower. I even gave you the clue that I haven't I shaved know. in weeks, Kim. Yeah. I haven't showered in days, Kim. But I was kind of hoping... It's Friday. I thought maybe you'd just kind of let it go. The big bosses are showing up today, Kim. Well? Let me clean this thing up in here, if you don't mind. Let me do a little scrub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub. (laughs) Who else is in there with you? Well, the big bosses are coming in, so... Into the shower? We have some thoughts. Oh. I don't have any doggies anymore. I don't have any dogs. But I always wondered... When they bring me the same toy, I wonder if it's his favorite toy or if he just thinks it's mine. Oh. Hmm. You know? These are shower thoughts I'm having right now. <laughs> That's why I pretended to leave the room, Kim, and pretending I'm in the shower they right now. They kept bringing you the toy yeah, thinking, oh, you know, let's, keep, let's make him happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so these need to be explained, I see. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'll just do Sometimes. the scrubbing. You'll do the explaining. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm here for. Anytime you laugh at your mom... For not knowing how to screenshot on her iPhone, remember she's the one who taught you how to use a spoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> These are shower thoughts, Kim. Uh huh. Remember that. I got it. The object of golf is to play the least amount of golf. Yeah. <laughs> Your Nothing son played golf, Kim. Yeah, I know he played golf. What's the object of the game of golf, Kim? To take the least number of swings. The object of golf, Kim, is to play, play the, the least, least amount, amount of, of golf. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I had to this think about the, that this one. This is the, uh, we call this the slow uptake. I had to think about that one. <laughs> I don't play golf, so I had to think about that one. You know, I was just thinking about this just a second ago here in the shower. Brushing your teeth is the only time you actually clean your skeleton. Huh. Okay, your teeth they are left with your skeleton, yeah. aren't they? I never thought about the teeth being part of the skeleton. I think the question for the shower is, what do you think about? You know, I don't think I think in the shower. (laughs) I don't think you think. I do think. Yeah? I do. I heard some dead air as I left the studio. I wonder what that was about. (laughs) I was thinking. (laughs) Mosquitoes use dirty needles. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Thought about that, have you? No, I haven't. You know, when a pregnant woman swims... She's a human submarine. You thought about that? No, I haven't. No. You know I'm barren. I don't think about those things. Maybe you should get into the shower with me and the big bosses. No, I don't think so. They're kind of quiet today. (laughs) That that would be inappropriate. Worst part about food poisoning? Uh Uh-huh. You probably paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you ever ever thought that dog heaven and squirrel hell are the same place? He's having shower thoughts. If two people on the opposite sides of the world each dropped a piece of bread, the earth becomes a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and finally, as we say goodbye to Jerry Springer, who passed away and Jerry, Jerry, begat Jerry. Uh, all the, like the Maury Poviches and stuff, you know. And I got the two confused, actually. If Jesus were born today, wouldn't DNA tests prove who the Father is? Maury, Maury. <laughs> Star one hundred two point one traffic. Good morning. We have a wreck working on eastbound Interstate 640 at Washington Pike. That's eastbound Interstate 640 at Washington Pike. Also, we have some slow traffic southbound 75 between Merchants Drive and Interstate 275. And we're waiting for a wrecker for a stalled vehicle on westbound 40 at Cedar Bluff Road. This report is sponsored by... It's Starting at 2.1. Boxwell's number one hit music station. Greatest headline of the week coming up next. About relationships and overbearing mothers. We'll be back. Hang on. Star Wars. And a SZA on Star Wars 2.1. Mark and Kim show on Knoxville's number one hit music station. Looking forward to the weekend. Hope everybody has a great and safe one, even though we'll see some rain chances today. Nicer day tomorrow. Partly sunny. A few clouds. High 76. I love this. It's about relationships. And this has got to be the headline of the week because they, they didn't accentuate a certain word in here. I'll accentuate the word. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it the I'll give it the bold, the highlight, the italicized. I'll do the whole thing. All of it. Is it the same word that a you're po- going to do all that? Too? It's just one word, but I'm gonna. You'll know what word I'm thinking is I'm like. Sure. Here we go. A poll about relationships found that having an overbearing mom might be a deal breaker. Might. Might. <laughs> might. <laughs> First of all, let me tell you something. If my mother-in-law it was so hands off. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't care less about damn, and she didn't know if it was Tuesday or Kroger, so it was. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, she just didn't know. I mean, it cracks me up. She's just not aware. Tuesday or Kroger? She didn't know. Okay, but an overbearing mother might might <laughs> be a deal breaker. I, I I just you know, and maybe at that age when you're young and you're in love and you're just you know you don't you don't think to the future. Something kind of has to smack you in the face like really hard well, to make hopefully you not think. the mother-in-law. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but some yeah, I guess we we looked at I looked at physical attractiveness. Mhm. My mother's excuse me, my wife's mother was a good-looking woman. Mm-hmm. And when I met her she was just like 50. And that right. makes a difference because right. you think. And she was, I was like, okay. Because you right. always hear. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd hit it, you know. You know? <laughs> the future wife. Oh, you, you thought that? <laughs> I love how she hears things four seconds later. Um, I just thought, oh, okay, all right. And then, you know, my wife looks better than her mother ever did. But um, two-thirds of people say they have dated someone whose mom had a negative impact on their relationship. Over half of those people claim it was the main reason they stopped dating someone. Mm-hmm. 78% of people of single people saying being being overly close with your mom is a deal breaker. Of course, it depends on how you define overly close, but at the same time, that becomes obvious. Obvious that if mom's involved in everything you do, get the hell out. Yeah. Get out. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 48% of say a partner's mother has tried to even pull strings and intervene in relationship issues at least once. Yeah. <gasps> I would agree with that. Cringy. I would agree. Simply cringy. Sixty-two uh, percent think that being think that being a mama's boy suggests the guy is likely le- less likely to help out with chores. 
at the house. Oh, yeah. You go yeah. 90% on that. Yeah. And the worst mama's boy traits are not being independent and not being able to make his own decisions without calling his mama. Now, I agree with that. <laughs> Start with a 2.1, the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm on Knoxville's number one hit music station. Start with a 2.1. Start with a 2.1, new music from Kim Petrus. This is Alone on Start with a 2.1. Start with a 2.1. It's Knoxville's number one hit music station. Uh, Kim Petrus there. Nine minutes after nine o'clock on Knoxville's number one hit music station. And we are sneaking up on May 1st, which means t- Teacher Appreciation Week is about to happen. Starts you- next week. Yeah, sneaking up on us. Mm-hmm. And that means if you have not nominated your teacher yet, you love that teacher, your teacher does great things for your child, then now is the time to do it at star1021fm.com. We'll hook them up with a $200 Food City gift card, 10,000 school buck points for their school and a basket of treats from the Food City Floral Department and Bakery. Sign up. Nominate your teacher today at star1021fm.com. Scariest picture of the day. Have you seen the space balloon that will take you to the stratosphere simply so that you can have a dinner and see the curvature of the Earth in a massive gondola that's hanging below this hot air balloon. Look at this thing I'm now showing you Now, that'd right be here. cool. That's a pass for me. Pass. Why? Absolutely. I'm scared of heights. Well, I'm not scared of heights, but it's hot air, and it's some thin, you know, gabardine or something like they used to make pants out of. I, uh, it's, gabardine. Yes, it's a... It's a well, how, but don't you think they've deemed it safe enough to do that, or they wouldn't be taking us up there? Don't you oh, think? That's right, because, you know, space shuttles never blew up and crashed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, cool. but... A company in France called Zefalto will start sending giant balloons to the edge of space with a capsule underneath of it that fits six people. And for a private dinner, the capsule, to book the whole thing, 800 thousand dollars okay well i'm not going to be able to do that 132 dollars per person gets you a ride up and a gourmet meal the whole trip lasts six hours for the first 90 minutes you ascend to 15 and a half miles up which is three times higher than commercial airlines fly once you're there you'll get to hang out for three hours have dinner drinks and descend for another 90 minutes the terrible part is that it's uh, not really space, so you don't get to feel like the weightness, weightlessness. If you're gonna go to space, I want the weightlessness. I want I want, that's the if I'm gonna have any kind of commercial, get on a plane or a, any kind of experience, like mm-hmm. get into space. If you, I forget the weightlessness, then you know you're in space. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, see, I mm-hmm. feel safer. I think knowing that I'm not really in space, but I can see the curvature of the Earth and everything. Well, that'd be cool. And, oh yeah. Yeah, I think that I I think I'd feel safer doing this. And I like I said, I feel like they must think it's safe, or they wouldn't be sending people up there. Um, actually, space starts about sixty miles up, but you'll be above ninety eight percent of the atmosphere, so the whole sky will look black. Now, I just that, think that'd be cool. Because right now, and it says like at night, you see black sky, but this is would be not during the night, and that's why you you see quote space, but you do at yeah. night. So I think it'd be kind of nerve wracking at the same time, but I think it would be cool. Dude, I wouldn't be able to keep my meal down. But of co- <laughs> 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 cook this nice. Start with a two point one. The newest from Miguel. It's called Sure Thing from 2010. Oddly enough. Texting has never been easier to start with a 2.1. You want to hear Sabrina Carpenter? Well, somebody beat you to the text. Here she is. Nonsense on Star 102. 9.30 
933 on Starwater 2.1. Look for a Facebook post this weekend to to respond to. We'll have a comment, some comments on the air on Monday about, I guess it's kind of a bit of an epidemic for people that are having weddings, where now people are putting on their wedding invitation the times of the ceremony, the time of the reception, and now the time of the end of the reception, and that they're asking people to stop leaving before the end of the reception. Do you know about this? I don't. Okay. There's a thing now where people are leaving receptions and before the end of the reception, like almost no one is there any longer. Oh. I've I got my daughter has a friend and this happened to her in a recent wedding. Hmm. And then there's a Reddit post about it I was looking at. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this really a thing? Now I like to make my exit quickly. I'll I stop. know you do. Well, nothing wrong. You like with it. to do that with visiting people too. Well, you know, I don't want to overstay my welcome. I think that's a polite thing. You think it's some sort of character flaw. Well, I think so, it's good to at least sit down and visit. I have. I'll sit. I'll visit, or I'll pop in, and I'll say, "Hey, just here to stop by and do this or that." Thanks. Bye bye. Out. I'm curious oh. if it's because pictures are taking so long. I'll be I'll be interested to have right. this conversation. Fabulous. You do feel certain kinds of ways about weddings, and of course, getting ready to. Have an upcoming one with your son, I'm certain, in the next few weeks or months? Uh, No, no? it's going to be a while. Oh, it's going to be a while? Yeah. Do you know that for a fact? Well, he needs a girlfriend. Do you know know he doesn't (laughs) have one? I mean, I don't mean he needs a girlfriend, but... (laughs) What are you trying to say? I'm just saying he doesn't have anybody he's betrothed to right (laughs) now. A little frustrated? (laughs) He needs a girlfriend. No, I don't mean that. But I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas? with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. When your family make it, learn how you can apply now at usfoods.com. usfoods.com. U.S. Foods is an equal opportunity employer. All you people want is more, 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 more. Give me, give me. More. more. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, no disclaimer today, because I see it right now. The uh, Not yet, anyway. <laughs> The content we're about to do has nothing in it that you would consider, let's just say, mature. Not yet, anyway. Dear, uh, dear, I, I, I have a topic here mm-hmm. that is a, it's kind of about artificial intelligence again. Ooh. All right, which was a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all got scared. Y'all got scared. I but can't th- stop thinking about that stuff. And though. some yeah. of the things that scare the people the most is when, when AI will automate so much stuff that we won't have jobs. Um, matter of fact, if you find it, you, it's the Mark and Kim show. Go find it for yourself. Viral video of the day. AI-generated pizza commercial. All right? Go look that up. We can't put it on our socials because if we do, it kills the reach of everything else we do. But go ahead. And maybe you can put it on, on Instagram. Yeah, I can Because we were talking about that. Linking to Instagram doesn't kill us like it does on Facebook. So, yeah, find pizza commercial, AI-generated pizza commercial. And while it's rough and it's kind of frightening because the people, the artificially intelligent generated people are really tough, especially in video, to kind of, they, they, their faces do weird things. It's kind of freaky, yeah. but it's like, wow, it, didn't take, it doesn't take much 
to replace a whole lot of different things. Yeah. You know, like the photographer, the videographer, the editor, mm -hmm. you know, just tell the AI what you wanted to do. And it and does it. It's done that. It's doing that with photographs. It's doing that with story writing. It's doing that with all sorts of stuff. But we complain about the ways in which jobs will be taken. We have come from a lifetime of jobs being taken by new, and I won't say technology, but I'll say advancements. Yeah. And I have this list, which is great. It says, Jat, chat, not chat, chat GPT isn't the first technological invention that has taken jobs. It's been going on forever. How about this? Rat, rat catching. Rat catching was once a common profession, particularly in Europe, especially during the Black Plague. As rats were a significant problem in cities, rat catchers would trap or shoot the rats and then turn them over to the authorities. The authorities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> However, the job exposed them to sickness as rats could spread diseases. And with the advent of modern pest control methods like rodent acides, this profession has completely disappeared. Okay. And mousing by cats. And do you know that the rat terrier, the dog? Yeah. You know their job. And I just burped. Excuse me. The rat terrier. There are still people that... that Live on farms that have rat terriers, yeah. specific specifically to catch rats. Okay. Have you ever seen the rat terrier videos? No. There it is again. The Mark and Kim show. Go find it for yourself. Viral video of the day. I don't know how viral it is, but I came across one time just in my suggested feed, rat terriers getting all the rats on a farm. They do ratting. I guess. They go, yeah. Right. Exactly. The human alarm clock is now a lo no longer a job that exists, but it once. It was a job. In the days before alarm clocks, people used to hire others to wake them up in the morning. The human alarm clocks, or knocker-uppers, <laughs> which can be <laughs> something, something else these days. Yeah. teenage boy, right? <laughs> hey, what do you want to be? I want to be a knocker-upper. Oh, you want to wake people up? No. I uh, that's just, not what I mean. Gonna yeah. people get people knocked up. Oh, well, hold on. I want you to have my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same way of saying I, I want to put a baby in you. I want to have, yeah, have sex without a condom. That's what they I want say. you to have my baby. Yeah. You, that doesn't mean that ever, by the uh, way. Ladies, no. don't ever be influenced by that. I want you, no, I've chosen them all. I've, cho I've looked at them all. And I think I, I want you to have my baby. Mm -mm. No, he just wants to take the rubber yeah, off. Yeah, don't fall mm -hmm. for that. Oh, hang on. Didn't I say this wouldn't be? Yeah, there goes the disclaimer again. No, oh, my <laughs> God. Sorry. <laughs> so that's the reason I said not yet. The human alarm clocks or knocker uppers would often use long poles and walk around a neighborhood or a village and tap on the windows of people or shoot peas at the glass of the windows to. Yeah, to wake them up. To wake them up. The human alarm clock no longer exists because. Oh, no, it does in my house. Every morning before I leave, I wake my son up. He's got an alarm clock or his phone. You're the I human alarm clock? I still wake him up. He's I an 18-year-old man. Why don't you See, here's the thing. We've talked about the fact that you won't break the umbilical cord. Why can't you just let him live and learn on his own? Well, he does he has his phone and it goes off and usually he's awake. But I You just, wouldn't have to knock on the window on, on his door if you felt that he was going to get up. No, he's he's asked me. He said, "Hey, just can you just make sure that I'm still oh awake?" God. And usually he's so sitting she, up. So do you like do you not hear the words that come out of my mouth? I do hear. When him. are you going to start treating this eighteen-year-old like a man? He's usually sitting in his chair with his clothes on. Why do you have to? But knock I still on bang door? on the door and I say, "Hey, rise and shine." And he goes, "I'm rising, but I'm not shining." And he's usually got his clothes on God. and ready to go because he goes to work out. Ever move out? Yeah, he will. No, he will not. He, <laughs> he will, will not move out. He will move out when you all die. Leave the house to him. <laughs> leave the house to him. He grows old in the house and then has to be taken away to some institution somewhere. <laughs> that is when your son will move out. But it's out. like you said. Wouldn't you have been happy if your kids had stayed in the house? You said you never wanted them to move and out. And I can tell you now, as an empty nester, I know. 
It's totally different. I know, but yes. You, do but, I want the five with me forever? Yes. 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 Did I know that was going to happen? No. Yeah. I, did I know that wasn't going to happen? Yes. What am I trying but, to say? But Nonetheless, we, yes, we but, want him to move out and be successful and have his own life. But then stop doing little petty time, things for him. You know, no, he's my son. I'm he gonna, is an eighteen-year-old man. Yes, he's still my oh son, my though. He'll be fifty and still be my son. The human computer. But still, here's a job that no longer exists. Is this like the computer that wore tennis shoes or something like that? The Disney movies, you know? The what? The computer that wore tennis shoes. Remember the no. movies from Disney? The computer that wore tennis shoes. Yeah, it was like some Look that guy up there, Ricky who, Research. Yeah, it's a real movie, I promise. <laughs> Mr. Ricky Research, did you find it? The, the, the computer that wore shoes? I did. It's called The Computer Who Wore Tennis Shoes with a handsome Kurt Russell. Oh, well, Kurt Russell was in all the... How old, now, what year is this movie from? 1968? 1969, not far it's, off. <laughs> it was when we were very... I mean, Kim, was, dropping hot... Movie knowledge from the 1960s. But we <laughs> saw it when we were younger. I mean, I was younger. Well, it was it was we're still younger being, now than we were yesterday. But it was still being played, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I saw it when I was a young kid. Okay, and it, well, it made was, an impression on he you. Was, he was like a computer. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Well, no, the human computer. There was a time when organizations would hire people to perform calculations, which are of course now handled by computers. Mm-hmm. The profession became obsolete with the invention of the electronic computer. In the 1970s, this is an example of one more thing that went away with time. Things go away with yeah. time, and you know what the you know what the world has done when these things. And I'm not even done yet. All this list, the world has adapted. Yeah, and and we, we are always scared. Do. We're scared as shit from AI, from AI, but we will adapt, or AI will just take over the world and become menacing. And but I'm telling you right now, AI is aliens at work getting us to a level that we can cohabitate with them, then they'll come down here and they say, okay, now I'm not bullshitting you on this. This is real. They're going to say, they, they, we're going to reach a level of artificial intelligence and, and, and sentience with artificial intelligence. And then the singularity, when we, mer- we merge together, and when that happens, that's when the other planets come down and go, okay, you're here. Now you can really broaden your horizons. This is how you encapture all the energy available to you in the universe, and this is how you propel, propel your life forward from this point. I promise you that's it. Okay, I he's proclaiming you. and promising, so I don't that's know it. that I believe that. That's not just but a random this, thought. That's some. I put some damn thought into that. I'm sure you did. Or but, I heard it on a podcast. But the thing <laughs> is, yes, we've things have always changed, and things have always developed, and, and jobs have been replaced. But the thing with this is, the thing with AI, is it's happening quicker than it ever has, and at a level that we've never seen before. Okay? And Thank I you. know, at that time, the level was seen at a level they've never seen before either. But this is so much more advanced. Kind of like when the pin setter was still employed at the bowling alley. But <laughs> now, true. I bet that sucks. The <laughs> modern bowling machines that reset the pins after each turn were preceded by the pin setter, yeah. a profession devoted to manually setting the pins back up. The employees of these jobs were often children because they were small and could fit inside the back part of the alley. The introduction of automatic pin setters in 1956 by the Brunswick Company was revolutionary for the industry and put many manual laborers out of a job. The thing about those, they were former pin setters. What they do now at bowling alleys, they're the ones who see people making out in the corner of a bowling alley. Like and me and my husband. And they'll go over there yeah. and they'll break them up. Yeah. I love how you accept it now. Because Mark was for, applying for that job. I didn't have to apply for it. I just sat back and, and like watched and almost threw up. And, because and, you know, it was a mauling. that story every time he It was tells a mauling. Oh, yeah. But now you at least admit that you I'll were doing it. I'm just going it. with and, it. And before, I might as well. You know, and before if I'd mentioned, you'd go, we were not. We, we were not. I was you kissing know, my husband. We weren't making out like spiders, monkeys, or 
or whatever it is you say. Oh my God, it was like one of you was trying to climb a wall no, and you were the possum not. on his belly. I'm, okay? I refuse to go on like that. But <laughs> it was like he was a rock climber carrying a baby it on his was front. not. And you were just hanging on for it dear life. Was and he was not. He had his leg wrapped around you. He, had, he was oh, standing was on one not. leg. It was like it a tripod. Not like Her that. two legs. See, like this story, talking over me. This I'm literally talking here. Do you not hear me talking? Yes, I hear you talking. Then stop talking over me. He's, but he I'm makes always talking. Story, You're the one story. to talk about always talking. He makes this story bigger and more expanded every time he tells it. No, I just come up with new analogies because every time I see it in my head after watching it for my for the first time I'd ever seen the two of them make out, it looks different to me every time. And now I see you as the baby possum on his chest. You know? <laughs> Or you're like those those baby knapsacks, you know? I mean, that's how much yeah. closure he could. Oh, like, he was, was an envelope not. and you were a letter. It was not oh my God. that and then, like bad. As close as possible. I was kissing his, my husband. Then she licked his envelope no, and I did stuck not. it to the wall. Because they were literally climbing the wall. It was not quite like that. <laughs> yes. So those, that's what those little it pin setters not. do now. Ma'am, sir, you're grossing out everybody sitting in the settee area eating French fries. It was not. You, but you know when you go it. to Biltmore House and tour, they talk about pin setters in the bowling alley there at... Biltmore House, and then they talk about how they actually, in later years, added the electronics to it because now when you tour, you see the electronic setup. No little it. kids back there, pet setting up pins. No, they don't have, dressed in they don't have period kids wear. back there now, but they talk about the advent of the right. electronics when they when they used to have pin setters. Here's another job we've lost to time the ice cutter. The ice cutter? The ice cutter. Before the modern refrigerator and freezer, people used to cut ice from lakes and rivers to store food. Ice cutting was an actual profession in the 1800s, and it was a dangerous job. The ice cutters would use, use large saws to cut the ice blocks, which they would then transport to homes and businesses. This profession, profession quickly became obsolete with the advent of the modern refrigerator and the modern freezer in the 1920s. Didn't the movie Frozen starting out start out with people cutting ice? I don't know. I don't remember. You don't. What? It's been a while since I've seen it too. Hold on. You pulled up out of your brain the shoes that were on a what the computer, no, the computer that wore tennis that wore shoes sneakers from 1969, and I'm talking about a, a movie that is you know a, a massive hit. And yeah, you don't I remember saw that it. Olaf or all these good-looking Swedes or Norwegians yeah. or whatever they were cutting ice, and they were don't. That I don't it, remember them doing that. Is that is the opening of Frozen, right? Am I having a brain fart? I haven't seen it in so You've long. You've probably seen it more recently than I have. I have not seen it. I saw it once in the theaters. I've never seen it oh. again. Well, I saw Ever. the movie, but I don't remember that. But I do remember they would bring the blocks of ice with things that looked like forceps. Yeah, when my first child was born and they couldn't get her out, I thought when they pulled out the forceps, they were going in for ice. I wasn't sure <laughs> what they were doing. But um, so, yeah. Ice cutters and watch the first few minutes of the movie Frozen. I'll I have think to go back and do that now because yeah, yeah. I don't. Do you have it that. on DVD or something? No. You stream it. You're going to be doing that soon, are you? I'd have to if I'm going to see this. We've lost the world of leech collectors to time. No more leech collectors. In the days before modern medicine, leeches were used for bloodletting. There's something else that's gone away with time. A medical practice in which doctors extracted blood from a patient to treat various diseases. These leech collectors often went into swamps and marches to, marshes to find the leeches. They would use old horses, which the leeches then would attach themselves to, Ew. or the collector would just use their own body, attract the leeches, and then pull the leeches up. But don't, don't they still use leeches for stuff? I think I, they do. No, I think you're thinking about that thing at the mall where you can put your feet in the water and the little, <laughs> and the little fish, fish yeah. eat the dead skin now, off I know they still do that, but don't they still use leeches for some things, too? I think Hair they coloring? Do. I don't know. What? What? <laughs> not hair coloring. De-aging? What would you use? A Why would you want to I take some bug, some leech, some grub, some grub worm or whatever it is? I think there's is. some infection that they still use leeches for. I, I don't really want to do. know that. 
Well, I, I want to know do. that they've advanced medicine far enough that we don't have to use leeches. Leeches are, I mean, you'll probably find some internet article somewhere. Well, I'm looking because mm-hmm. I, I really think they do. I, I know it sounds weird, but there's no okay. It's Ricky a, research raising his hand, doctor. or is he just typing with flourish, Kim, like he did the other day? <laughs> Woo! I said, Do- "Are you raising your hand for something?" You know, I was just typing, and I threw my hand up in the air. <laughs> what? Doctors have been turning to the parasites to help transplant and plastic surgery patients, and this was posted in Transplant Dece- December first of last plastic year. Plastic sur- You want leeches on your face after you've had a facelift? Yeah. Or is it a boob job? I guess any type of plastic surgery transplant. They did not use so what leeches you say, plastic on my surgery job. transplant. What are you talking about? Plastic. What's a plastic surgery transplant? A plastic surgery or a transplant. Oh well, then you say or a because I didn't understand what you're talking about. It says leeches secrete peptides and proteins that work to prevent blood clots. I was thinking there was something with leeches that they still to this day use. Now I didn't have any with my surgeries, but I was thinking there was something in modern medicine that they still had some yeah. use now. Ugh. I can't imagine. Uh, you're telling me with all of the technology and all of the ways in which we've advanced medicine and, you know, the future of all, all, all of our lives, we now still put bugs on us. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I'm like, I'll go to another doctor. Give me the number for telemed. <laughs> they'll never, ever tell me to put leeches on. Lamp lighters used to use a long pole with a wick on one end to light oil lamps on street lights. They returned to snuff them in the morning. Lamp lighting started to decline with the invention of gas lamps in 1814. The profession was obsolete and all but extinct by the early 1900s. For those who just joined it, the podcast here, not that you would join it halfway through like it's a radio show. Sorry, I'm doing that radio thing. We're talking about jobs that have disappeared over time. Yeah, people don't tune into the middle of a podcast, do they? They don't just scroll maybe if, past. You, maybe if you paused it and came back like a day later, I'm reminding you of what, sorry. That's it. Still doing radio. Uh, resurrectionists, before modern medicine, people believed that dissecting cadavers was the best way to study anatomy. Since legal cadavers were very rare, people who needed cadavers for their studies would hire, quote, resurrectionists. There's a better name for that, though. Come on. Come on. Resurrectionist. Yeah. Did you hear my description of what they're doing? I did, but grave I Grave robbers. Oh. Grave robbers. Okay, I was like, where's the right? They would steal okay. corpses from graveyards. The Anatomy Act of 1832 made it illegal, and resurrectionists would often get caught and charged with grave robbing. With the development of modern medical schools, the profession is no longer needed. Isn't your son, or didn't your son recently go through an, an autopsy? He did. He went and saw the autopsy? He did. On a real dead body? He did. What are you teaching this kid? Well, it was part of his anatomy lab. Instead of a pig or a cat or a frog or something like that. Yeah. He, That's on yeah. the homeschooling he list of things you had to do? <laughs> well, he didn't have to, but we had the opportunity oh, to. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, why not do that? Cigarette girl. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes. With the box candy, in front of them or candy, something like cigarettes. that? Candy cigarettes. You know what a cigarette girl is? No. She had a strap around her neck. To a tray that would hang in front of her, she wore a fancy little short skirt and a nice. Yeah, why little top. do they always have oh. the short skirt? Because they were attractive people. People try to buy them. I guess. Yeah, you try to. You would buy. You would buy these products. Whatever was on her tray, you'd buy that from the cute girl. The same. Why is the shot girl at Cotton Eye Joe hot? That's what I was about to say. Is it like, mm. so? It's like a shooter girl. Shooter boys too. Yeah. yeah. Like on the stripper nights, the the you know the. How many of those do you do? Uh, usually I'd have to do... Yeah, when's the last time you went to stripper night at the Cotton Eye Joe? Well... When's the last time you went to the Cotton Eye Joe? There's another question for you. When's the last time anybody went to the Cotton Eye Joe? 
Uh, let's check this one out here. Cigarette girls would walk around smoking establishments like bars and clubs selling cigarettes to customers in the early 1900s. They would wear revealing outfits. The profession started to decline in the mid-1900s with the advent of self-service cigarette machines. So the vending machine, The vending, the cigarette. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah. there's some, where's the, when's the last time you saw a cigarette vending machine? Cotton Eye Joe's. Really? Really. Yeah. So when I asked the question, who the hell goes to Cotton well, Eye Joe's? That, that, that was years ago. So well, okay. so I don't know if it's so the last time. There. Yeah, the last time I've been to Cotton Eye Joe's, yeah, like, I saw a cigarette machine there. Do you actually put the S on the end of Cotton Eye Joe? Cotton Eye Joe's, yes. No, it's Cotton Eye Joe. No, I call it Cotton Eye Joe's. Like Spencer's. I understand that. Do you call it Kroger's? Yeah, I'm going down to the Kroger's real quick. Do you say Crystals? I'm going to I'm, Crystals. Yeah, I'm going to Crystals. God, you're such a neck. Not just a, <laughs> not just a neck beard. <laughs> Um, and finally here, this one, this is the job, one of the jobs lost to history. Groom of the stool. Groom of the stool? Groom of the stool. What in the, I'm afraid to ask, because I'm thinking like poop or something. Yeah. The groom of the stool was responsible for speaking with the king and providing them with the essentials they needed to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, so it is something with poop. In addition, Mm. they would supply the monarch with towels, water, and a wash bowl to finish his business. (laughs) It's still debatable whether the groom of the stool actually wiped the king's ass. No. It would depend upon, I guess, the girth of the king, if you will. Wasn't King King Henry VIII, I am, I am, was a larger-sized fella? Do you get so yeah. large that you can't wipe yourself? Do you not remember the toilet stick? The to- I do. We talked about that several years ago, didn't world, we? If you're heavy enough that you need to have an a, 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 basically, an arm extender. So you put, you'd wad up toilet paper, you'd put it in the end of the stick, and then you were sp- you were supposed to be able to wipe yourself with the. Have you not looked look up toilet stick or TP stick? I don't remember the name of it. Find that and shock yourself because let me tell you something. Wiping yourself is surgery. Whether I had you're forgotten f- about that. Whether you're fit, thin or fat. Getting you know like getting in there to clean it up because you want to be clean because you don't want to have the residual smell. You don't look as bad as I thought. Yeah, but try to wield that though, and try to get it into where it needs to be, oh, and then no. literally, like you know, you need you need finger play in there. You need to be able to manipulate. Oh, finger play. You, what? What, what I mean, like you need to, <laughs> when you let's be honest, when you're wiping, you're literally kind of making sure that you're in there, and then you're just and you're getting in there, and you're pulling it up. You know, yeah, with a toilet stick, you're like like you're, just like you're jabbing yourself. It's like you're poking yourself with a a butt plug or because something. Because you can't feel. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to sound like you're co-signed. Like like hitting yourself with a butt plug. You're like, yeah. Well, well you don't want to sound like you're, you know, like delving too much. But I, mean, I don't delve, but I get in there and I clean. But if you, I gotta go you, back and forth a couple of three, like like you're cleaning the rim of a bottle before some, before you take a drink. You know, you. Yeah, you want to be sure that yeah. you're not leaving anything. Very specific. Why am I not? Yeah, I'm being specific because I'm drawing. I'm drawing a mental picture here. Yeah, it's got to the point where if I am at home and I you know, I can't get as clean as I think I need to be. And I know I'll get texts from people saying, the bidet, you got to do the bidet. But the problem with the bidet is that you need a dry towel after that. And that's when you get your residuals on the towel. Yeah. But if I'm at home and I'm having trouble cleaning, I jump right in the shower. Do you really? I abs- if I'm at home and I got time and I'm, you know, I've sat down and contemplated life, and, you know, and then I get in there and manipulate and you know, clean out the inside of that bottle, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come as clean as I need it to be, I'm right in the shower. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing. Right in the shower. Mm-hmm. Well, these um, grooms of the stool, <gasps> the uh, the groom of the stool would also empty the chamber pot, because they didn't have toilets back in the That's day. That's true. Think about that. You shat 
in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was and somebody, somebody if you're not yourself, if you weren't royalty, guess what you did? You took it your you oh. took it yourself and then you had a place to go dump it. But a lot of places dumped it in the street. Oh my in god. In the street. <laughs> and then that and they would hope they would wait for rain to wash it away. And I've said this on many occasions from people that I've read that have really looked like looked at what it would be like if we were able to travel back in time and they said the number one thing, the number one cultural shock, time shock that you would experience is the smell. You would get out and you'd smell either one of two things, nature and the smells of the earth like you'd never smelled before. But if you were in a city or any place else where a lot of people congregated, it's the smell of shit. Well, that's where that yeah. smell comes from because they're dumping it in the streets or where, wherever they are. I mean, you have to put it somewhere. The groom of the stool even monitored the king's bowel movements to ensure that he was in good health. And if not, he would take it to the doctors, which then would uh, diagnose what the king was having as a problem. And then they would treat him for those infections or whatever else. As Now, look, every once in a while, more than every once in a while, uh, cities that have a wastewater treatment program, and all of yeah. them do, yeah. will take samples That's true. and see what the infection rates are That's in a true. city. They did it with COVID. They've yeah. done it with all sorts of different things. It's how they detect how many drugs are in the system. You're right. And how many people are sick with different things. And it's, you know, people, oh, it's an invasion of privacy. No, no. Just like being outside and being photographed in a public yeah. place, it's not an invasion of privacy. It's part You've of got, health. Once you have flushed away your stuff, I read mm -hmm. this, once you have flushed away your stuff, you you no longer have any reasonable expectation of privacy. You're, you're you absolutely like, right. If you want to collect your own stuff and take it to the backyard and bury it, that's your own deal. But if you're doing that, we're going to think you're weird. Yeah. You think they're going to tell us about it or if you see your neighbor doing it? Yeah. If you see your neighbor doing right. it, I'm going to Well, you've got a pretty big uh, drainage system. In the back of your house, you should yeah. see any of your backyard neighbors because you've got a bunch of backyards against each yeah, other. Yeah, we do. If everybody, anybody ever walks out and just pours a, a big silver spittoon-looking thing into a crick bed or the, I uh, can see it the now. cement crick that runs what behind What you doing, Bobby? What's and, that in the pot And they say there? the groom of the stool may not be completely <laughs> gone, the groom of the stool, because of the scientists that look into the stuff. But if you're at an expensive place and there's a bathroom attendant, that is a direct relation to the old job like a descendant or medieval times the descendant wow. of the original groom of the stool is the bathroom attendant and the was that a guy. valued i mean i know it was valued to the king but is was that a um a job of high stature i mean did you want that job is that do you want the job at the waste treatment facility i, I, I guess people do i mean do you want the job i don't at the waste treatment facility i don't if but the pay I mean, was 25 dollars an hour would you Want the job? How many hour? How many? How many dollars per hour would it take you to be the groom of the stool? I would do it for fifty. Fifty dollars an hour. Yeah. How I many mean, hours a day would you have to put in? Uh, eight. It's an eight-hour eight, day. Eight, yeah. Nine to five. Right, so it's four hundred a day. Four hundred a day. Either way, it's a crappy job. But back in those days, I don't know. Did they have taxes back in those days? So it's actually probably full, free and clear. Yeah. And 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 you know, kings like a big king probably shot three times a day. You know, because I've I've been when I was heavy as can be, I was up to two or three times a day. And kings would eat a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of them were heavy. Yeah. And because that was a sign. And they're eating rich, rich foods. Yeah. It was yeah. a sign, but it was a sign of wealth and prominence. Yeah. If you to be, as they called it, zaftig back in the day. Zaftig. S Z A F T I G. There's your word of the zaft. You've heard, I've said it. Yeah, before. I know. I've heard it before. Well, it's then why zaftig. do you make it sound like you've never heard of it before? No, you just don't hear it very often. Enough to know that what I yeah. like Rubenesque. There's yes, another Rubenesque. one. Rubenesque. Rubenesque because Ruben Payton's the painting some Ruben yes. mm. 
was always they're very Reuben heavy women with big, large, pendulous breasts. That's right. <laughs> oh my God! Before spilling I, out of their mm, gowns or I'll need robes. A little, little private time with some Reuben paintings here in a little while. <laughs> so have a great, great day. Thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate you. A couple of things that make this a mature segment, but not terribly bad. We're we don't think well, you have to. You know, get no the kids disclaimer. Out of the car no anything. disclaimer. Well, you're telling that you now at the end of the podcast. Yeah. But yes. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Ha, 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 ha.